0: <laughs> How about in? That is better than most. Better than most! 45-40, 45-50, 40, 45. There goes Davis! Oh my god! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead!
1: Welcome, welcome back to the latest edition of the Gorkha Insider Podcast. This is your boy Avi, and joining me as always from Dallas, Brazil, we are officially into the final week of the club football, soccer, or whatever. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny how we talked last week too, that, you know, World Cup is like literally a week ago, a week later, and we still have absolutely no, you know, there is no there's no you know, vibe or energy towards, you know, uh, to the teams. I mean, all the, you know, the squad got um, uh, revealed today. Pretty much all the uh, teams around the world are stacked up now. But the idea that, you know, we are in, into the club football next week, yeah, this weekend, and we're going to have a World Cup next week, it's just uh, it's kind of crazy, to be honest with you. And uh, we did. You know, talk about last week how pathetic it sounds, uh, you know, just to have a world cup in you know, a week, week gap, but unprecedented times call for you know these moments, so we're gonna have to just chew it up, I guess. Prozal, uh, how are you feeling
0: though? Uh, I'm feeling great actually. Uh, not necessarily the weather, it's we're about to go from um high 80s to low low 30s. High 30s, but the World Cup fever, like you said, hasn't kicked in yet, and we're still into uh, the last, I think, match week of uh, major club soccer. Um, but I think hype has slowly kicked in last couple days after the announcement of the rosters. So I feel like we can take this weekend of uh, soccer matches as just as a as a warm up to the World Cup. I don't think you know, isn't it funny how um, all these players have been picked up uh picked up by their national teams and they're still about to play for their club soccer teams and there's a chance that they might get injured so do you think they're going to they're not going to give their 100% this weekend i mean they're professionals after all but i think that's my biggest concern for if if i was uh if i was supporting my, my club
1: exactly listen i mean it, the thing is with the big clubs right i mean we're talking about you know all, all the let's say premier big six right They all got pretty much players going into the World Cup. That's for sure. You know, it's the smaller teams that don't necessarily have their players, uh, you know, maybe in the squad or in the national squad. Um, Let's, for example, Christian Arnold, brazil today. All right. So he just out of nowhere, okay, he got illness. He's out of today's game. Do you believe that? Like I said, I don't believe that at all. Uh Uh, Next week against Fulev. There might be something you know illness or you know just uh sprain or something i don't know uh you, you know uh i just don't see Cristiano Ronaldo playing next week just just for the sake of World Cup. but here's the thing though let's just say let's take example of bruno fernandez right uh-huh. now that guy i, I know he gives 100 every time but is he gonna be the same bruno next uh, next uh you know on sunday against fulham i don't know i mean listen if if i'm him I'm definitely being cautious. Uh, I, 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 I'm I, not saying, you know, cheat on your job, but I get it. I understand.
0: It's fine. But, uh, so, I mean, these are all professionals, like I mentioned, but um, we wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of offsets this weekend.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I mean, you know, f- United are playing Fulham, right? I mean, uh, pretty much all the you know all the players except I think Jadon Sancho. Or, you know, some of the players are not going into the World Cup, but there's high chances Fulham might you know just square, get a draw, or, you know, get a result out of us. But uh, like I'm pros, I, I don't want to get into it. Forget about it.
0: I'm glad you mentioned Jadon Sancho because he's one of the big stars, <laughs> I believe, who missed <laughs> out. I don't know if I should label him as a big star because he has flopped. Uh, ever since he moved to Manchester United, um, with all due respect, especially this season uh, below par. Um, So you think these guys are going to take this uh, deep in their heart or just uh, ball the F out this coming weekend?
1: Well, either way, they got to accept the fact they're not going to the World Cup, that's for sure. So, you know, I mean, listen, with Jalen Sancho, right, Um, I I don't think he's going to get the start. Ahead of uh, Granacho, who absolutely looked great today, I-, I don't know why we're talking about United today, Brozo.
0: No, I- I'm not talking <laughs> about United. I'm just talking about the squad in general. But uh, you just mentioned your players. Um, uh... One thing <laughs> for sure, uh, for sure though, it must be really sad for some of the some of the players. I mean, who aren't really uh, elite level players and who aren't bad players either, who are above average and below elite players who can't really make that cut. I, I really feel bad for them. Uh, you know what it reminds me of, Abinas? In Nepal, after you finish uh, 12 or plus two, um, you go do uh, preparations, MBBS preparations, engineering preparations. Yeah, your elite, labels, uh, elite label student, you get scholarships to the biggest uh, schools, right? Mm-hmm. but what about the second tier? The, the the ones that are really good, but can't quite make enough uh, for, for scholarships and they aren't financially backed, uh, but they are really talented. So, you know, it, it, it's a disappointment for them. Have they to, have to make a really uh, a big decision. So it kind of reminds me of that, Avinas, um, when, when they're not selected. Another thing though, um, you know, when um, even at our level, when teams are... Um, Flying out of town, for example, our Dallas group has, takes a team outside um, to, mm-hmm. to, to a different state. And you pick a, a roster of, let's say, 18, 17. And, and there's a couple of guys who don't get picked and, and um, you know, are on the fringes as well. So it, it really feels sad for them. But it's the magnitude is not as big as as the World Cup. But I do still feel very sad because um, I read a post from Paul Ariola, who plays uh, for FC Dallas. He's a winger. Uh, he recently moved this season at the beginning of the season, and he has played lights out. And he's been to uh, United States uh, men's national team camp before, but he didn't get picked. And there was a post that that was such a sad post he posted. And but the good thing is, in the end, he said, "I'm still gonna back my team, back my country." You know? Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, I, like I said, I mean, that's the right spirit, uh, spirit, right? Uh, let's say, for example, you know, the England squad got revealed today. A uh, couple of big names. Let's say uh, one absolute—the uh, centre back uh, Tamari from AC Milan. Yeah, what about I him? Mean, why is everyone?
0: Avinas, why I why is didn't... everyone talking about him? I don't get it. Uh,
1: listen, I'll be honest with you. i have not uh-huh. watched him play a single exactly. time exactly in the in, in the season. uh listen, uh, maybe Milan are on the top of the table. You know, maybe he he got you know more clean sheet or whatnot. Uh, I get it, but. Honestly, with my eye test, I haven't seen him play a single time this season. And listen, I, I, I'm still picking Maguire over him just because of the fact that what Maguire has been doing for England for past four or five years. Uh, so, you know, miss me with that bullshit. Next up, we got Damian Ram. Uh Supposedly, he had a good season. I don't know. He was left out. Uh, Callum Wilson got picked in. I, I'm not sure if, you know, Wilson is even going to be, uh, you know... But- yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's going to get in the pitch at all. Uh, we Obvious. got Ivan Tooney.
0: He'll be stuck. Hear me out. So, let me first start with Maguire. I, I totally agree with you. I'm not mad because Maguire got picked. Obviously, on form, he wouldn't get picked at all. Tomori. Yeah, but why is everyone talking about Tomori? I know he won the league with AC Milan last season. He's playing decent, but like none of these people who are, who are saying that on social media have really watched him. And the fact that he doesn't really have experience at this elite level. It doesn't matter if you played well over the last few 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 weeks. Um, what matters is experience. And sometimes in at international level, uh, you gotta have chemistry. It's not like you're bringing 15 to 20 players, 20 best players, and putting them together, gelling them together. It's about having a good chemistry as well. What your system is. And Gareth Southgate has already managed England for a few years and has had really good um, uh, results. By in an all, all honesty, mm-hmm. despite uh, you and other people criticizing him, his results have been really good. So we got to trust by him, and he has a certain procedure and certain uh, method to his to his eleven, right? So and he sees things differently from us. So fair play, play fair play to him. But Ivan Tony is is the one ha- who I'm like really un- un- yeah. unhappy about. He could have been picked, but other than that, it's his squad and. You gotta give benefit of doubt to him. But what a day for James Madison. Hasn't played in for England for three years, has balled out the last couple of years in the Premier League. Deserved his chance. He's there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't pick Lingard ahead of Madison just because <laughs> Lingard oh. scored, you know, in the, on the weekend against Spurs. So I was really, you know, I mean, I was scared that he he he, he would actually pick just Lingard ahead of Madison. But you know, well, uh, James, uh, kudos, uh, well, <laughs> Kudos to Southgate for actually doing the right thing here. So
0: Jesse um, Lingard is still a young talent, so he might still make he, it to the next. one There you, go. you, know, there you no. go.
1: He will. Uh, we—I mean, of course, we're gonna get into the squad uh next week after you know pretty much everything is set and done. But for now, for this episode today, what we got is Brazil got his uh teams assorted into tire system, I guess. So basically, he got categories.
0: What are you talking about? What Yokohama tires, Bridgestone tires,
1: yeah, any (laughs) tire. So like a pyramid. That's what. That's what. That's what he got going on. So. Uh, Prozel, just, you know, sneak peek, what are the categories going into the, uh, going into the,
0: uh, so, you know, there's rankings? 30, 32 teams in this world cup represented, and this will be the last time that there's, there's 32 teams, uh, from the next world cup, it's been, it will be 48 teams, uh, to the discontent of you, me and plenty others, but that's not the case here. So today I'm going to divide subdivide these, these all 32 teams into seven categories. All right um and these seven categories uh will you know in, in course of time we'll uh will name it um i've categorized them on the basis of their experience uh their odds to win the tournament their uh, rosters and, and and so on and so forth so we'll just place it according to where uh their expectations are
1: all right uh, i'm looking forward to that one but before we head into the rankings brazil did you watch the game last night?
0: Last England night, what are we talking about? Uh, cricket?
1: England versus India, the mighty India, the giant the giant of the cricket, you know, the T20 world of cricket, uh, the home of the T20 India, getting absolutely smoked by the hands of Alex Hill and Josh Butler. Let me just play this quick clip for you, just to, you know, give you a little sneak peek. Ball that batsman wait for in the final overs. That's high. It's over, Cody. England win. And they've given India a real hammering here.
0: So it sounded more like a hailstorm, right?
1: It did. I I mean, I was up till four AM watching this game and I could not believe how bad, how shocking India looked, especially, you know, in batting and as well as bowling department too. I mean, kudos to Josh Butler. You know, for someone just Butler present. if you don't know he, he, you know he was the uh, uh, orange saw. cap orange cap winner in the ipl, yeah, IPL. i mean yeah. you
0: know, i don't watch ipl but i i saw somewhere on twitter that he was clobbering these ballers out of the park and you know it comes it, it's basically like um how how do i term it so basically it's it, it's the seed it, it's seeded by uh, england now, you know ipl t20
1: uh, here, here's the thing right so IPL you know India created IPL so they can have the best you know cricketers coming into their their home and you know playing this lovely you know T20 game right at the same uh-huh. time BCCI have blocked Indian players going into foreign T20 tournaments uh, so basically they can go to you know those uh, T20 big bass, they can go to uh, England or you know uh, all the other T20 uh, uh format playing outside the home but uh-huh. it's funny how you know it, since IPL started it, uh-huh. it's the international teams that's been taking advantage of India.
0: Of course, in this basically format, basically a playground for uh, it, it, opposition teams. And it, it comes back to bite them um, in, in the backside. And uh, Avinash, funny thing is, uh, while, while I listened to that commentary from, uh, I think, Gavaskar, Sunil Gavaskar and Ramishastri, yeah. Imagine, like we don't see their faces, but imagine the pain they have in their faces or in their body while saying those words.
1: Nasser Hussain was there too, and he was oh my god, he was drooling, bro. He was loving it. He was loving every bit of it. Uh, and he you know perfectly put it out there. He said the giant of the you know the giant of the cricket world, you know to see them you know get smoked like that that was unbelievable. It, it's just the arrogance, bro. I I I just I don't know how how else you can put it. It's just, it's the arrogance, you know, for them to, you know, just uh, you know self portray them themselves as you know one of these one of the you know top teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, all across the format and you know for them to you know lose every meaningful games in you know these big tournaments so you talk about 50-50 World Cup T20 World Cup ICC uh, the Test uh, uh, World Cup uh, yeah I mean you know, and all that and all that, so and all that. Maybe so, yeah.
0: Maybe you know they didn't want to lose to our rivals Pakistan in the final, so just lose to England and get over with. You know, it could be could honestly.
1: Be I, honestly, as you know, as a cricket fan, I would I would have loved uh, India versus Pakistan final. Yeah, uh, that would be
0: blockbuster. Uh, ICC would have loved it too for for TV rights and all that. But
1: yeah, I think India deserved this hammering uh, from England, and you know the way Butler and Hills absolutely kicked their ass. Uh, yeah, it was something spec You know, uh, a uh, beautiful side to.
0: When and obviously, the, the the way I see, I see Indian cricket, although I haven't really followed as much um, closely uh, last, uh, I think, seven eight years, but from far, um, I think their cricket uh, lie uh, parallels with England soccer team or England football team, where it's like Premier League itself, where you breed a lot of international stars. But then again, national at a at, a, at an international mm-hmm. level, your country struggles a lot. You have so much pressure. deal with um and you have such a a good roster as well on paper but not good you can basically
1: you can basically break this team into two teams and you know uh, the second team might be better than you know most of the uh, other teams for sure uh, uh, but you know uh, i mean that's an excellent point though like you know uh, it's like premier league too right i mean Mm -hmm you create, you know, you create monsters in your team, but, you know, every time there's a big game, you just fall apart. I mean, you know, uh, so something got
0: to change. I, mean, I don't like the fact that um, the Indian media and, and some some people, some fans in general, just destroy the team. Uh, I know the team probably was arrogant. They didn't take seriously, I, I guess. But you know, it's, it's, it's wins and losses happens. To me, I saw the tournament, okay, India lost, but what I learned from this tournament was, there's never been a bigger choker than, than uh, South Africa at cricket than oh. any other team at any level of sport, man. Well, like, listen,
1: uh, I, I I get the you know South Africa defeat to Zimbabwe part. Uh, I mean, you know, that was shocking. I'll tell you what, but you know, I'll just go back to your the Indian media. All right, listen they were not even you know they didn't even care about the england game they were looking forward to the pakistan game in the finals already there was chatter mm-hmm. going on you know mm-hmm. it's just oh we're we gonna you know how we gonna you know come uh you know uh, get the batting order together for pakistan how are we gonna bowl to uh, baba rizam and all that player uh rizwan uh, it's just you know they, they just you know <laughs> absolutely you know uh, didn't even take into account how good the England squad was, uh, and you know they were just leave for leaf the uh, this schedule and just looking forward to the finals already. I mean, dude, like you got you got semifinal coming up. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, that that definitely uh, didn't help looking uh, overlooking England side, and it, it's funny, Avinash, because I think I, I saw Pakistan and England play a seven game series I think a couple of months back, um, mm-hmm. and now they're playing. In the final of the World Cup, so basically those seven games were a rehearsal, dress rehearsal of of, of the World Cup final. Yeah. And anyways, um, back to my point, Abhinas, I mean, what I take from this tournament is South Africa, Chokos, I I don't know how you overcome this hurdle. Have they even won anything? Like they were in such good position to get through to the, the next round, they just choke, man. Uh, never seen a team in 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 any sports level that choke as much as South Africa do. Most most hurt. Not
1: hurt even
0: Spurs. Probably not. I mean, Spurs have 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 won something last. I think fifteen years back, fourteen years back.
1: Oh, 14 years. Okay, I was like, oh wait, when was it? Fourteen years. Here. I think two thousand
0: seven. Oh, okay. I believe uh, one day Ramos, the the manager won them the EFL cup.
1: Ah, all right. Uh, enough cricket for, 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 I think for the whole year, I guess. I mean, this Uh, is it pretty much. I mean, I mean, listen, Pakistan or England, I don't care really who cares. I mean, I would love to see England win a trophy. Uh, but again, uh, I don't care. I'll probably be up watching till 4am to, you know, see how the games is going to play out, but that's all, uh, we're going to shift our focus back to the real world cup. Uh,
0: one um, thing, though, I'm glad you're uh, warming up for the World Cup because the World Cup is early kick as well. So you got to be up early oof. for this World Cup.
1: It's brutal, man. I mean, probably just to get You could have got to think like, oh, it was a Belka game, Champions League, you know. But now that you really think about it, I mean, it's. I think it's more painful watching games, uh, you know, uh, from here the nepal to be honest with you man i mean this is
0: hands down and so
1: welcome to bro, nepal is my perfect spot, bro it's like in prime time location bro like and then you got uh 9 30 and then you got 12. like that's a perfect time to watch you know any games let's be honest that's a prime time location right here you gotta you know i mean you gotta start your first game with the coffee and the second game with the beer and by the third game you're about to you know take a nap so it sucks, bro. I mean, but, again, Qatar, thank you. Uh, all right, we're, we're going to take a quick break, and, of course, we're going to do the uh, the team rankings from the World Cup. And, of course, I do expect England. Uh, you, I, I I know you're going to put England in some miseries just to piss me off. We'll be right back. It is Kieran Chippe... Better strike than that. I'm not going to lie, Brazil. That was probably when my life peaked at the highest level. And, you know, and to see that freaky go in and to watch the rest of the game and after the game and the, you know, the depression, the sadness that I had that day. Ah. Uh,
0: Agnes, so you I, said your life peaked at that point. So what happened afterwards? What, what's what's gone wrong? Uh,
1: everything. I mean, pretty much everything has been uh, a puzzle. I don't know, man. Uh, it's just... It, 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 the thing is, you know, w- watching your team score, right? It's just that one minute of happiness. It? Hmm. That one minute of happiness where you don't remember any any problem in your life. Like, you just, just want to be in that uh-huh. moment with the fans. Like, I remember I had two Guinness on my hands, right? Because uh-huh. I knew I was going to, you know, absolutely throw one beer as soon as we scored. And one when I was drinking, one that I was drinking. As soon as three beers scored, I just lashed both the beers up, uh, you know, uh, uh, into the crowd. I mean, it was just frenzy all over. You know, you, we were soaked in beers. It's just that one minute. Uh, you, I mean, you can't take it back. And... Yeah, but,
0: but but you said your life peaked and now he has gone downhill. But you really shouldn't think that way, Avnash, because uh, when you look at the goal scorer himself, uh, Kieran Trippier, his life probably peaked at that point, right? But he got dumped uh, off to Atletico Madrid because, you know, Tottenham Hotspur thought he was finished and all that. But look at him now making a comeback, making the roster back again in 2022 World Cup. And uh, most likely he will start for England. So... There's he all should this, start
1: for England.
0: Yeah, and such such a, such is a life for uh, professional players is very short on average, but he still made a made a really good comeback. So that tells you in life, I Avnas, mean, don't ever give up. You got plenty of life, plenty of green grass ahead of you. So you know, work on your uh, skill sets, and you know, I think uh, you
1: know, I I I think I I'm well past you know. That ship has sailed, Brazil. that yeah. ship has gone, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's a storm coming from somewhere. I don't know, the GPS is down, there is no helpline and I'm just sailing in the middle of nowhere. So, you know- so I, You gotta
0: be like Florida. Like You have plenty of hurricanes, unlimited hurricanes everywhere. Unlimited, year.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. The, the, the funny thing is, right, uh, before coming into the podcast, right, I was watching the 2018 World Cup goals, you know, just uh-huh. random YouTube video, right? But uh-huh. I, we, we were just watching. And Deli Ali was scoring for you know <laughs> against uh, uh, I think I think it was Sweden, yeah. Uh, Deli uh-huh. Ali scored a header, uh-huh. and the cross was from Jislinga, and that was four years ago.
0: That was quite and, nostalgic.
1: I mean, uh, look at Deli Ali now, bro. I mean, I know, in and Turkey uh, and Jesse Lingard, of course. I mean, he wasn't going to make it, but you know the potential that Deli Ali had and the way he in in four years. Think of Todd Gurley, right? Remember Todd Gurley, brother, uh-huh. running
0: back? Of course. LRM. How, how he peaked? Back.
1: How he peaked? One, you know, one or two years. Couple seasons. Uh huh. Like Daddy Ali, and then it's just. I mean, Todd Gurley is retired now, I guess. He
0: he did retire, He's, and he, he did retire. Uh, these are two different situations, by the way, but both retired. Oh, I wouldn't say both retired, but. Um one had tendinitis, severe tendinitis, and running back issues always there, the lifespan. But um the the curious case of uh, Um Dele Ali is it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable brutal. for sure. And you you felt nostalgic watching that. Imagine him watching those videos back in the days. How would it feel for him?
1: I mean I... He should be at least, you know, sh- sh- shedding some tears from his eyes.
0: Well, I, he might be making millions and millions of endorsements, so that uh, might not uh, even matter. Endorsement?
1: Who is endorsing Delhi Ali? No one. I, mean, I mean, no. There's no way he's he's getting any money from endorsement. I mean, if and again, if you're if you're a company endorsing Delhi Ali, there's something wrong with you, with your company. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a better athlete to no, endorse I mean, not Deliyad. I mean, he's gone. He, I mean, Besiktas uh, in Turkey league. I think the, the, uh, the, the chairman came out and said, Deliyad is nowhere the player that, you know, we thought he was going to be. And I think he's, he's struggling to get into team at Besiktas. So psh, please forget about it. So Deliyad, you know, the perfect was obviously what just, uh, Moreno said, uh, in that documentary, uh, all, you know, nothing project. Mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Yesterday I was uh 24. Today I'm 56. So you never know when time flies, right? And and you're gonna regret it. And yeah. man, I mean that guy, right? I mean Mourinho, Jesus Christ, he you know he, he just finds a way to hit the word right on the spot. Like I mean he knew he saw the future before anyone. And I mean kudos to Mourinho for helping him out. But yeah, for some players, it's just brutal.
0: Yeah, he should. Mourinho should go start forecasting business because he, he's spot on with those things. And uh, it's it's a curious case of so many players, so many athletes' c- careers gone wrong. But let's let's focus on 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 teams and players who uh, might have a platform that might make a career out of it this coming month. Avnas,
1: there you go. All right, let's uh, let's let's just go on with your categories now. Of course, give me the. Uh... What's uh, I mean? How explain me the rules? How are we gonna you know go about this? Because I have no idea. It's gonna be surprising for me as well.
0: So I don't really have a clear algorithm uh, to differentiate the, these teams. Like I said, it's a mixture of a little bit of eye test, a little bit of their rankings, a little bit of their recent record, a little bit of their World Cup record, a little bit of their player credentials, and 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 uh, all of them all of these uh, juxtaposed into one. Um, it's called the World Cup tier, and I have, I believe, six tiers plus a bonus tier. So bonus tier, we'll, we'll name it in the end, and it's quite an interesting tier. You can add teams into that tier. You can add players into that tier as well.
1: All right, let's go. Let's start with the number six. What, uh, what category is number six
0: in? All right, so uh, the, the bottom category, this is uh, also termed as bottom category. Uh, I believe I have the seventh to, to begin with, not six. So seven days, happy to be here, Abina. So just like us, um, these teams are truly happy to make it to the World Cup. Uh, some of these teams have never made it to the World Cup. Some of them have been given, not by merit, but by hosting, it, such so, so as Qatar. They're just happy to be there. They don't care if they go through the next round. Saudi Arabia, Morocco, Iran, and Tunisia. These These teams, more or less, won't really qualify to the next round. So, wait, there's here. I thought
1: Morocco was a, a better team,
0: they are, they are a, a better team than most of these teams. But you know, coming out of Africa, they're just happy to be here.
1: All right,
0: moving on. All right, so, uh, number six, uh, th- this tier is called Unlikely to Make It. Uh, they are, they're a little better than the other teams that I mentioned but they will, they're highly unlikely to make it to the round of 16, but don't be surprised if they make it though, because they haven't really, you know, they haven't, they might not really lit up the world cup, but they have a slight bit of uh, potential in them. Um, their qualifications was well deserved, but they have a massive task in their hands and they have to prove the odds maker wrong. So Ecuador, Cameroon. Costa Rica, and Ghana are these teams. You might be surprised as Ghana, Avinas, but Ghana barely made it to to the World Cup, and outside of Thomas Partey, they don't really have a lot of stars.
1: You know, I mean, out of those two categories, the surprising team that came out, you know, to me was Australia. Bookmakers, have Australia, down to the bottom as the least, you know, uh, uh, I think they are tied up with Saudi Arabia and Tunisia to win the world cup oh really yeah so i don't I, I don't know where you got australia into your uh in your rankings
0: well australia are, are slightly ahead but the fact okay. of the matter is australia are really struggling this year i don't get me wrong book, book bookmakers don't have them doing well um and they don't have stars such as gary cahill um oh no i always say like, Tim, Cahill, Tim and, Cahill and, and, uh, Harry, uh, what's the other name? I have no Harry idea. Cahill, Harry Kewell, Harry Kewell, Mark Viduka. those, those stars, they don't have it anymore. But the fact is they have, uh, they have presented themselves well in the previous World Cups. That's why I had them ahead of these other, other teams.
1: Moving we'll on to number
0: five. So number five is, uh, uh, teams that are a lot to, that have a lot to prove and that's where Australia lies. So... You know, this set of teams such as United States, Mexico, South Korea and Australia and Senegal, uh, they're dominant in, in their continents. They win their continental championships most of the time. Uh, but a lot is to be desired when it comes to recent memories. They have underperformed, um, they have choked sometimes. And in United States case, they have struggled over the last Few months with poor results, and more, more, more than the poor results is the performance in which they they have got uh, concerns, uh, especially from the public. Avinas.
1: Well, I'll tell you what I I definitely know. USA is absolutely playing a draw against England. That's for sure.
0: And guess what? uh, USA has never lost to England.
1: Thank you for that. Moving on.
0: So, um, you know, all these teams definitely have potential, but they have a lot to prove uh, as well. Senegal, they have fitness issues in Sadio Mane. He got injured, so you never know. I believe, I firmly believe, uh, Sadio Mane will play, but he won't be 100%. So that's a big concern. Um, Eduard Mendy is out of form, so this team has a lot to prove, just like other other teams mentioned here, Avnas. It's funny
1: how, you know, Mexico is rated really higher than USA. I thought this was the worst Mexican team going into the World Cup.
0: Uh, not necessarily, Avinas. Um, uh, the fact that they have uh, World Cup experience, they have World Cup know-how and they, they frequently oh. make it to round of 16.
1: Oh, I know. I, oh wait, hold on, hold on. I know. Of course they got the goalie, Ochoa.
0: Ochoa, Guillermo Ochoa. uh uh-huh. Man, he's...
1: uh-huh. The mixture Manuel, and you know it's Michael all in together in the World Cup. Okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. I see. For sure, it. for
0: sure. All right, move on, move on. So moving on. Uh, now these are the dark horses, Avinas. So Uh-oh. don't ever uh, get surprised if these teams, if any of these teams, or even a couple of these teams, make it all the way to to, to the round of eight or round of four. Even um, these are sides that could beat anyone on their day and offset a few favorites. Uh, it kind of reminds us of the offset of defending champions of France by Senegal in 2002, Ovnis. So, um, winning a whole, winning the whole tournament might be a little bit too, a little bit too much for them. Uh, by that I mean these teams might not win the whole thing, but might cause a big uproar. And these teams are Serbia, he, they have uh, Alessandro Mitrović and, and and co. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Japan, up, upcoming Asian side. Wow, Japan, mm-hmm. okay. And Wales, or uh, Gareth Bale. It's funny how
1: Japan is, I think Japan is like sixth worst team. Is it from, though? Yeah, uh, from the arts maker going into the World Cup. They, but, they are like right in between Ghana and Cameroon,
0: Japan. But, but they have World Cup know-how and they have a really young core, uh, a promising youngster. So do not be surprised if they, they make big big scalps this time around. And uh, going down that aisle, uh, it's Poland, who uh, are led by Robert Lewandowski. Um, They Mm -hmm. are dark horses as well. You can't take them lightly, although they haven't really produced uh, the goods recently. But uh, if you have Lewandowski, you will definitely have a chance against teams. And last but not the least, Avinas, Canada, who are returning to the major stage after a 36-year absence. And I really like their young core. Uh, You
1: know, the... uh... The, the surprising thing about Canada is the rise of Al- Alfonso Davis into that team. Uh-huh. But I did hear he, he picked up an injury as well.
0: Yeah, he, he picked up a muscle injury, I believe, uh, playing for Bayern. Uh, but I think he'll make it to the World Cup. And, you know, the thing is, World Cup, uh, once every four years, and stars like Sadio Mane and uh, Alfonso Davis, they'll play for their country even if they are 50% fit. We might not see the best of them, but they'll definitely play. Talking about uh, stars for their teams, canada's watch out for jonathan david the striker for uh i think uh, i believe Lille, is one to watch out for so they're definitely dark horses and uh moving on avinas um the third tier there is a chance right there's to win a the chance whole thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: No, i mean please don't put england in this in this crap
0: definitely not Thank you. uh so there's four teams in this tier croatia switzerland denmark and uruguay any of these teams on their day can beat anyone all right and only one of these teams have ever won the world cup that's uruguay two times and initial two world cups but the other four the other three they're highly capable as well uh, it, they
1: can it, no it's it's you know it's, it's it's a nice grouping you got because you know i'm looking at the outside fan deal uh-huh. and four of them are perfectly lined next to each other Oh, are they? Uh, yeah, Switzerland, Croatia, Uruguay, and Denmark. Even uh-huh. even though Denmark's our favorite, yeah, uh, ahead of you know Uruguay, Croatia, and Switzerland, but still you know pretty much in, into the same value range.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really look into FanDuel, but I thought these four teams are evenly matched. And you know how Croatia made it to the World Cup final last time. So uh, thank you. Yep. Any thank you very any of, Yeah. Go ahead. Any of these teams could easily make it through. And even even win wins, but so many odds have to favor their way if they have to go all the way and and win. But don't count them out, Abinaz, because you know there's so many injuries this World Cup, and it's a short World Cup. So if you if you catch fire for a couple of weeks, boom,
1: like Russia did last year. I mean, you know, I mean even though they lost against Croatia in the quarter-final, but that went to the penalties. So, you know, it could could have gone either way. We, we could have For watched sure. Russia into the same final. Uh, and, you know, England might have won against Russia. And we would have made it to the final and beat France in the final, too. So you never know. You know, football is a
0: funny world. Go ahead. Never know. So, Avinas moving on. Uh, this is the second level, all right? Second tier. The contenders are the challengers here.
1: All right. I mean, I can, you know, see the teams probably, you know, uh, is. Are you going to put Argentina
0: and Portugal together in uh, this group? Probably not. So there is uh, six teams in, in, in this in this uh, tier. And most of these teams kind of have some kind of issue. So Spain, although they've won it in the past, although they have a really good young core, you never know what you're getting from Luis Enrique's side. So it's kind of like a wildcard situation with Spain.
1: Spain. I I'm rooting against Spain the whole tournament just because they kicked every day out of the 50, 55 men squad. Get out of here.
0: 55. Yeah, that that's that's a big ask. Um. <laughs> uh, so in the, in this group are your favorite England. Uh no,
1: no, not by contenders.
0: But... They're challenged. They made it to the round of four last time and they have pretty good squad. So you have to have them. Um. It's a it's a different different thought process if they're gonna fully win it, but they're in there, and so are Germany. Who, you know, without January, Tony Cruz.
1: A bit shaky last World Cup, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know, they'll turn, turn it around this year. But, uh, and you know, with the new coach too, because, I mean, you know, they uh-huh. needed some new...
0: Um, yeah, Hansi Flick, the former Bayern Munich manager. Yeah. And the thing with this tier, Avinas, is these are the teams they might play their lights off during a certain day, but you, you can't really be scared of these teams, if I'm being honest. No. yeah they're okay but they have some kind of issues like i mentioned and germany they're not as formidable as, as as they used to be in the past they don't have those world-class superstars that will give you nine or ten out of ten every time if that makes sense and another team in here is portugal uh yeah, have a really I good roster know. have a really good roster but you're highly dependent on uh, cristiano ronaldo to to produce the goods but Quite not sure if they're going yeah. to go all and, the way.
1: And, you know, the way they they set out to play is it's just solely oriented towards Ronaldo. No matter where the ball, you know, comes in, it has to mm-hmm. be, you know, the crosses has to go towards Ronaldo. And, you know, like, like I said, Brazil, I mean, we, we saw, you know, how United plays when Ronaldo is there and Martial is there. It's two different, you know, level of uh, attacking form. So you're basically saying
0: Martial is better than Ronaldo? With the system, yeah. Right now. All right, so let's not talk about Martial, who isn't even in the squad. But back to your point, Obines, I see why you're saying uh, I think Portugal coach Fernando Santos tries to play pragmatic soccer where you don't want to concede. His philosophy is not to concede and score maybe one or two goals just to just to get an, an odd goal. And sure. win.
1: I mean, you know, I can see Ronaldo scoring hat-trick of headers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Ronaldo. Uh, sorry, I said Ronaldo, but Portugal and England are, are uh, set up in a similar way. They try not to concede, but more like a, a conservative approach. That's why mm-hmm. they're in, in in this category. Another team that's in this category is Belgium. And Belgium have a strong team. They have had their golden generation for a while, but it's it's been a while since they won anything. And, you know, time is running out. Time is ticking you know, for these guys. I,
1: I, I'm a little surprised with the fall of Belgium. I, you know, I thought they, they were going to be a little higher than, you know, from the light of against the likes of England or Germany or Netherlands or even Portugal. But I mean, my God, they're 2000 to win the World Cup. So probably if you put five bucks, you're winning at, uh, a, what, what is it? $100? No, $200. Yeah. So, um, so.
0: so the, 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 the case for Belgium might not be as strong as previous years because, uh, their main man for now, now is, uh, Kevin De Bruyne and you know, for a fact Kevin De Bruyne, when it comes to big stages like semifinals and finals, he doesn't really perform up to standards.
1: I think, you know, you can make a, make a case that Kevin De Bruyne is actually, a, you know, KL Rahul of cricket. Every big game, they both, you know, find, you know, find a way to choke themselves up. I mean, it's unbelievable how, you know, De Bruyne just vanishes in big games. For sure. Always.
0: For sure. And the fact that Eden Hazard has no uh, fitness and form this time around. And it's a, it's a big big headache for uh, for Belgium. So these are the teams. And, and last but not the least, uh, let's not forget Netherlands, who are back into the World Cup's uh, foray after an absence in 2018. Got a great uh, young core led by uh, Virgil Van Dijk. They got plenty of stars going off from Daniel Malen, Memphis Depay. Uh, you know all these players, Denzel Dumfries. But we we don't we don't really know what we are getting out of them so dots have the consistency of either going all the way to the later rounds or going or not even getting in the tournament so i expect them at least to get to to the later stages of nas and and they're still contenders to say the least
1: uh, agreed
0: all right obvious last but the ne- not, not the least the heavy favorites there's only three teams that are heavy favorites. These are the heavyweights and have, have been proven winners in the biggest stages of them all. You know, three, these three teams have won a total of nine FIFA World Cups out of possible 21 titles. So, you know, these teams are perennial winners like Brazil, Argentina and France. France defending champions, of course. Brazil, the powerhouses. When you think of World Cup winning, winning you think of Brazil, right? The Celasau of, of mm-hmm. uh yellow mm-hmm. and green. And then Argentina, who both like of Messi. They've only won two World Cups in the past, but this time it's now or never for for, for the likes of Messi. Um
1: do you do you think the arts maker have got Argentina's spot perfectly in the second spot? Do you think it's just you know an overreaction from the audience to, you know, see Messi win the final World Cup and you know because Arts pros they they you know they decrease when you bet a lot you know a lot of oh, money sure. pours into it mm-hmm. so in terms of the squad right do you think Argentina should be at number two spot ahead of france
0: so or who, who's, Spain? who's number one who's number one the so brazil, brazil are number one at 450 yeah.
1: and you know this squad looks mm-hmm. pretty let's see i'll be honest it, it looks pretty formidable uh, absolutely stacked mm-hmm. but ozantina squad i mean listen i was you know the copa last year uh you know and the struggle before that and all that
0: so obviously um, just think of it this way i think they are a little uh too highly rated when it comes to arts uh, makers uh take messi out of that roster and take neymar out of brazil's Brazil? roster mm-hmm. see how the difference is i don't think there's a big difference in, in brazil's team i don't think there's a big drop-off but with argentina if there's no messi there's no spark it's the yeah. leadership it's the, the the playmaking ability, and it, it's it's a whole lot more. So I, I think France in general has a, a better roster. But
1: so who is scoring for Argentina? Help me understand here, because I mean, you know, I get Messi, you know, because he's going to be crowded, probably double teamed, triple teamed mm-hmm. the whole time.
0: Yeah, this is where 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 uh, the other forwards come into play, like Lotaro Martinez, and even the guy uh, Julian Alvarez from Man City. Oh, no. Alvarez!
1: He, wait, I thought he was from Spain.
0: No, he is uh, Argentinian.
1: Oh shit, crap! <laughs> okay, now, now I'm getting a little, you know, scared. A little scared. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's you know the, the thing with Argentina is uh, Martinez, to Lisandro Martinez of United. That guy kind of scares me because I know he's gonna fuck somebody up in the tournament. He's gonna break some leg, some legs. Uh, you know, every time Messi gets you know fouled or something, uh, it just I feel like the whole Argentina team, you know, is just rallying, uh, you know, behind Messi. I feel like uh, uh-huh. now, really good uh, I, yeah, it's, now it's I can see, done. yeah, now I can see how, uh, maybe maybe they are in the right spot at number two, I guess.
0: Yeah, um, so you know, we can go on forever, but we'll do a preview podcast for Argentina because they're heavy favorites this time around. The big difference between now and maybe 2014 World Cup where, when they choked in the finals I believe is back then they had they had uh, superstars and um, it was just uh, just a roster of a full roster full of few superstars and it was plugged in in in, in, in into a few pieces but now they look like to have a, 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 be- a better team chemistry if, if that makes sense so even if you have a couple players out besides Messi then you will still be fine because you have guys uh, guys like Alexis McAllister who plays for Brighton, Hove Albion. Uh, you know, you don't forget they have uh Angel Di Maria, you know, they have Emiliano Martinez in goal. It's it's a formidable side. That's why I have these three teams as 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 heavy favorites and uh you know, teams will be scared of facing them um and, and their roster. But let me go into France Albinas defending champions whenever they have won uh something. They haven't defended that well. Uh, reminds me of 2002 when they were bonded, bundled out in the first stages by Senegal. So it might happen again. History might repeat again. And for France, when I saw the roster, I'm really worried about their midfield Lavinas. You know, they don't have Kante. They don't have Pogba. But the replacement, they have um, uh, Chiumeni, um They have no, Kamavinga. They yeah, have
1: basically no experience in the midfield
0: they have i mean they have rabio they have verito they have Gundogan, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like a team that's formidable or that's that's scary enough let's say if you're playing against france midfield i don't think they'll t- take the take the game by the scruff of the neck uh, for example i don't think they'll dominate position as much they'll be heavily reliant on those forward forwards uh, such as Karim benzema and Kylian mbappe
1: well here's the thing though at least you know last world cup pogba was there to you know get the true balls to mbappe I mean majority of the Mbappe goals came from Pogba through ball over the top or you know uh, uh, uh those you know long passes uh, I mean who is doing that now
0: so it's not just about uh through balls avinas you know when you play when you play soccer you had different roles for different people right so in France you have those rules for uh, those roles for two players that they, they play pivot right uh kante and um Pogba, but you don't seem to have ready-made replacement for for them. So for Deshoms, it's about can they have have those? Can they have two players that can fill the void left by those two players, if that makes mm-hmm. sense? And nope. Deshoms still has called uh, Antoine Griezmann, who is out of form. So you don't really know what you are getting, and especially in defense as well, we have a lot of center backs, but you don't really have wing back. So once again I'll I'll go into we'll go into depth about France squad as well really fascinating roster this is but back to my point Avinas these three are heavy favorites you know uh you should really be scared of them and uh this these teams will will go all the way through the uh, through to the later stages um right. as promised Avinas last but not the least uh Wait, did
1: we leave any team right, I think no right.
0: I, I, I have a I have a bonus list okay so the bonus list is now or never so you can either put teams in there or players in there but i have only one team that's that's now or never and that's england belgium belgium you know why uh, because this is now or never year for them because all their stars are peaking they're they're all in their early 30s or late 30s and they're not producing as much talents as they they had been producing in the last decade you know guys like uh, leandro trossard uh and who's the other guy uh, leandro dendonker those guys are coming up but they're not they're not at the potential of kevin de bruyne uh aiden hazard and, and co so they don't have the continuity continuity in the in, in the in the youth level so this is the golden opportunity and this might be the last opportunity not just for the Belgian Red Devils but for their coach Roberto Martinez. So, you know, they are now or never. But I can add a further few players in there as well. Ronaldo, Messi and Neymar. These, these guys... Even Neymar? Even Neymar.
1: I, I mean, I think Brazil's squad is pretty young. I mean...
0: It is. It is. But Neymar, he's already 30 and he gets injured a lot. And... You know, uh, he, gets by injured the, he only
1: gets injured right before his what, sister's, sister's birthday. birthday. I mean,
0: come on, that's true. Oh, come on. What if the What if the World Cup is right on sister's birthday? That will change uh, well, things.
1: Yeah, that will definitely change the but, thing. but but,
0: but anyways, uh, on a serious note, um, by the time 2026 arrives, he will be 34, and he does. I don't think he takes care of his body as well as Ronaldo and Messi. So you never know. And with Brazil, they're uh, they're ruthless.
1: I mean, with the false Neymar takes every game. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. He, 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 so it's I'm just
0: saying he might still play that 2026 World Cup, but this will be his biggest chance as of yet. For sure.
1: All right. Hands to the god. Who do you think? What team do you think got the strongest squad going into the World Cup? Not on papers, proposal. I don't want you to mm-hmm. look at the papers and say, "Ah, oh, this looks strong as hell. All right. Give me your eye test. Which team do you think? Is perfectly balanced
0: to win the world. Oof, you you really put me on the spot, Avinas. Um, perfectly balanced. Perfectly balanced. If you talk, you know, you could have the best team on paper, but you might not necessarily have the mm-hmm. most balanced team. Balanced team is where, uh, every everyone knows their role, and even if there's a substitute coming in, they know their role. So, um, it's 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 a it's a, it's a fight between Brazil and Argentina, but such I think
1: probably that's such a boring answer. Uh,
0: listen listen who can you go with spain no belgium no england no germany no yes germany why not germany oh hold on why not germany
1: because
0: they don't have a proper striker at this point they don't need a striker see you don't really do you know they're 11 yet you don't even know (laughs) know. (laughs) but see that's why i say brazil i mean it might not be as romantic answer as as any other but With Brazil and with France with Argentina, you know their roles. Okay, why not England?
1: All right, give me a reason why not England. Why do you think England England doesn't have a squad to win the World Cup? Why Brazil is ahead of England?
0: The reason Brazil is ahead of England is because of uh, uh, Gareth Southgate's pragmatic approach or conservative approach.
1: Brother, let's let's just do this real quick. All right, all right. Uh Goalie, Pickford, Addison. All right, we can agree on Addison as a goalie, right? For sure. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Uh, Left back, who Brazil got? Uh, Alexandro, somebody put up a Brazil squad in here. No, please. no,
0: Alexandro, Alexandro, I, I have it memorized, brother. Okay, so England you got Luksha. Uh, uh I, I, you know, that's a tough one, but I think I, I think I, I'd pick a uh, Luksha as as bad as he is. But Alexandro is overrated
1: for for England. He does all right. Luksha does all right. All right, center backs. We are uh, so England got uh, Harry Maguire, Joe Stones, Ben White, Ben White, and. I don't know. Uh, Connor uh, Cody. Well, is he in the
0: squad? He's in the squad too. Damn. All
1: right, so let's just go with uh, Stones and Maguire. In um, um, Brazil, and Brazil have uh, who, who they got?
0: A, a Thiago Silva and Marquinhos, most likely.
1: So I, I think I'm going to pair uh, uh, Thiago Silva and John
0: Stones together. John Stones, come on, brother. We we got to go with Thiago Silva and Marquinhos, and that's that's a good pair. Or you can pick Erling Melto in there as well. The real merger center back.
1: All right, so two center backs from Brazil. All right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. All right, right back. We are uh, listen. I, I don't care who Brazil got, but I'm 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 not picking uh, 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 ahead of Trippier or Walker.
0: Uh, or yeah, Trent.
1: I, I... God damn it! Even
0: with <laughs> yeah. this Trent. is listen, listen. Good, good <laughs> thing is Brazil doesn't really have really good right backs. Uh, they have thirty nine year old Danny Alves in the freaking squad. All right, Trent is
1: Trent is in. Or walk
0: uh, No, I, I would say either walk or let's say tripier oh, all right yeah all
1: right let's go uh let's go forward all right two uh no two let's let's
0: the... let's pick mid- midfield three let's let's do four, three, three.
1: okay four three three all right midfield three so we, we're picking a cdm all right uh-huh. uh i think casemiro and declan uh declan rice so maybe casemiro gets into the spot out of rice
0: uh, yeah yeah casemiro gets gets the nod but yeah experience but, but, uh, who do we have the other two central midfielders? I would, I think I would put De- Declan Rice in there had a Fred because Fred gets to play for Brazil. I don't I don't get it.
1: Brazil Fred does a lot of dirty work that you know normal defender, not, not normal midfielder does not. So yeah, but Declan Rice he's could a good, do good as player well. to have. He's a good player to have. But uh, but
0: Declan Rice has performed really well over the past couple of years, haven't hasn't he?
1: No, but we're picking Casemiro ahead of Declan Rice, so I don't know how Declan mm. Rice gets in.
0: Yeah, we, we can still have Casemiro and Declan are going rise, can't we? So,
1: Oh, is so two CDM? I don't think so. You, you can play two CDM. We, it has to be one CDM and then two All right, all right. A- attacking uh, midfielders. So we got one. So we have Casemiro mm-hmm. uh, moving forward with the uh, uh, midfielders. So England got... Oh, damn. Uh, this is where it gets tough for England too. Uh, so foreign.
0: and... Uh, no, the Ford can't be a midfielder. It's it's a forward lineup. Okay. So so midfield, okay, I'll give you options, man. I mean, you're an England fan, but goddamn, you don't even know the freaking Mason squad, Mount.
1: Brother. Mason Mount. Uh, you, got uh, Madison, Madison. you got Henderson. Madison. No, Madison. No, no, Henderson goes to CDM. No, Henderson doesn't even.
0: Well, you he... can't have everyone in the CDM. You got to have three no, no. midfielders in there. The, Hed- know, oh, uh, kill me before I put him is, in... is Henderson. Like a CDM. Brother. He's not a CDM. He's, he's a brother, Romer. Ki-
1: Kill me, uh, you know, (laughs) before I put Henderson ahead uh, in the attacking mid. All right, so we got Mason Mount. We got James Madison. um, uh, We got Sterling is a forward, so I can't really put him him in there. Um, Damn, those two are the only ones, I think.
0: Well, I mean, you can have Lucas Paqueta in there. He's a a surefire starter. Lucas Paqueta, Brazil starter. In, in, in central midfield. Nah, not ahead of. Um, but 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 what if we put Jude Bellingham in there?
1: Ooh, Bellingham. I like Bellingham ahead of. Bellingham, uh, yeah. I like so, I like I like Bellingham ahead of Casemiro.
0: No 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 no. We put Casemiro and Bellingham. How yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: I like I like you know the the pairing. I like uh, Bellingham. Okay, and I thought, Casemiro I thought
0: you was you was gonna replace your own Casemiro, but let's have a midfield duo of that, and then we'll have a a, a, a number ten. Um, uh, how about uh? Hmm. How about we put in, uh, Lucas Paqueta as a number 10?
1: I don't even know who Paqueta is, Brazil. Not he plays I'm for like... West Ham,
0: and uh, he's, a, he's a really good player. He'll, he'll see him in the World Cup. Nah. Uh, okay, okay. Okay, how about this, Abhinas? We'll put Neymar as a term, number 10, because if you have watched Brazil lately, he's been playing a deeper role as a number but, 10.
1: You know, I like that. All right, let's go Neymar number 10, because, of course, up front, Harry King, is going to be leading the line. So. Uh-huh. We're not going to mess with that one. So we just got two spots left now, left wing Sports. and right wing.
0: Uh-huh. So
1: on the left, we have, for England, we have Rashford, we have Sterling. We, we have got, Saka, Foden. And the Saka plays the right, so.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about general wingers, but. Okay, yeah, so okay. Saka, yeah. Foden,
1: and, you know, uh, uh Callum, I'm not going to count him in there. Uh uh Grealish and all that. Yeah, Rillis, but in Brazil, but we got. You can have
0: Madison in there too.
1: Brazil, we got Vinicius Jr., so.
0: You got mm. uh, Brazil. You got Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo, um, and those guys. But I'll I'll pick Vinicius all day.
1: Yeah, just because of you know, uh, yeah, I think Vinicius is way ahead of all these players. I think Sterling and you know Rashford and all those combined he players. Is, is. And so for right, yeah, Vinicius has to be in the left and for right. Man, this is tough. Uh, I do want to say, uh, Saka. Yeah. But uh, since you since so, just so let's, let's look at the
0: options, let's look at the options. Um, England has uh, uh you can still put Forden on the right as well. You can put Saka, you can put um, who can, who else can you put on the right from England? Forden, Grillis, you can put Grillis in there, Madison, as well. Serling, in there, you can Even Rashford
1: plays right sometimes, but
0: yeah. So, uh, how about options from Brazil? Uh, you got Rodrigo from Real Madrid who can play on the right, mm, nah, y- you got Rafinha probably not no nah, you it. got anthony forgot forgot anthony oh anthony get him get him in <laughs> no I, yeah, I, I think he's gonna get a pin uh i think realistically we, we have to put saka in there uh, what do you Brozo, think?
1: as much as i love saka you know you know saka is my boy right you know is that it? but i mean you know he's been in my fantasy team for three years so he's my boy <laughs> uh, dude i think you got about 14 in there as much as I hate to say this, I, uh, you know, Foden is overrated. I get it. I get all that, but.
0: You know, I, 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 I like, if it was a month ago, I would say Foden, but I would really have to go to Saka because listen, I'm not saying because I'm an Arsenal fan, but I have been generally impressed with Saka with Arsenal, bro. Like the way he plays on the right hand side, you can't really get the ball out of him. And he's like, every time he looks dangerous, every time he has the ball, Arsenal look dangerous. So, uh, I think he, he's going to start for England, but, uh, but I, I can I can go he's with he's not gonna though. start
1: for England brother. The South good, that dickhead is gonna put Ford in there. I, I so, don't know for sure.
0: So first game when, when, when England play um USA. Yeah, so what England play USA first? No, yeah. they play Iran first. Well my bad. So uh how much are you to we gonna bet on that?
1: Uh, yeah, we can bet on it, uh you know uh, in future that's fine. But all right, let's just you know get over this court. So how many players of Brazil Got into and how many of from England? Uh, England okay. got into so, it. So, so we, got, we, we had so we had Kane, we had Saka, we had Bellingham, uh, Bellingham, and, and then, then the right Luke back. Shaw, and, and then, then the right Trippier.
0: So five, six for the. No, it's five. Uh, how like how... Kane? Yeah, Kane. Saka, Saka two.
1: Then we had Bellingham. Bellingham three. Then we had uh Saw look sure
0: and then, and then we have then the right three back 3 peer. peer 5 okay 5 then 6 and 5 yeah 6 and 5 like a, like a, I, I you know when you when you uh go into this uh, uh surgery you kind of think it's going to be 8 to 3 brazil or 9 to 2 brazil mm-hmm. but you know realistically speaking um it, it that's a that pretty good that's a pretty good squad too lineup yeah it is and the fact that brazil doesn't have a good foundation at fullbacks definitely helps england
1: for and sure. Abinas,
0: Abinas, quick trivia for you: England has never beaten Brazil. So I England's... remember that
1: Ronaldinho free kick. I mean, bro, phew, that distracts. Him. I mean, that should have been a foul on Ronaldinho for you know. Remember that free kick? I
0: do. Yeah, it should no, have it's...
1: been a you know. No, the, it, the, it the, should the, have been called the, off.
0: The long range the
1: strike. They cheated. It's funny how England gets cheated every World Cup. You, you believe that?
0: I... It's, it's amazing.
1: It's why, why why every time it's England that, you know, that goal line, that Lampard goal, and, you know, then Croatia upside goal. And then, yeah, I mean, a lot. I don't know. Let's not get into it.
0: Sometimes but, you have to make your own luck as well.
1: There is no luck when it comes to England. It's just hope and pray, my friend. Uh, But I do like the idea of mixing the score together. I mean, you know, like next time we do a grouping, our, we should do a starting 11 as well. That, uh,
0: from the entire four teams of a of a group,
1: no, that's too much. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> we will barely have any
0: players. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have a combined eleven for like maybe like quarterfinals. Oh, for
1: World Cup, you know, you know what should, you know what we should do, brother. Next next episode, we should draft a team, our starting eleven. So if I draft one player, you can draft the other one. All right, and that, that, that
0: sounds that sounds good. And then we we're
1: gonna do a starting eleven. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome! All right, uh, that's all for today. Uh, of course, uh, World Cup one week or oh no two weeks? So two weeks? So two weeks apart? Yeah, no, I think it's two week, weeks.
0: week, basically a week, ten days. Oh god! Starts it. on starts on twentieth.
1: Twentieth, so ten days away. All right, um, we love. Uh, we're gonna, you know, get more digging into the grouping and all that. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, like, and you know, comment on some Instagram. Let us know how we're doing if you like it or not. Let your friends know
0: and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.